Welcome to the Chiropractic United podcast series for November 29th, 2011. This podcast is brought to you by CBP Seminars. For more information on CBP technique, go to idealspine.com. Also brought to you by Dr. Fred DiDomenico of Elite Coaching. To see how Dr. Fred can bring your practice to new heights, go to elitecoachingllc.com. And finally, by PostureCo, makers of the Posture Screen mobile app available on iTunes App Store, as well as the X-Ray EMR system known as PostureRay. For more information on either of these two products, go to postureanalysis.com. All right, Dr. Fred, take it away. Hey, all you listeners and fans out in podcast lands, Dr. Fred Domenico with Chiropractic United. Also joining me tonight, Joe Ferrantelli partner and our guest speaker and awesome dude out there spreading the good word of chiropractic, Dr. Troy Dukowitz. Again, Kyrie United is for subluxation-based chiropractors. What's that mean? Hey man, we're for the principle of chiropractic. So Chiropractic United supports subluxation, principle of chiropractic, brings you research, politics, principle, purpose, inspiration, and uh, communication, practice building skills that can help True chiropractors really build this profession, uh, not only in the profession, but out in the general public. So on that note, welcome, Troy. Great to have you here. Oh, great to be here. I'm excited. Yeah, you're doing some great things out in the profession. Uh, I know that you started the Epoch Groups, and you have a great story. We had a little bit of an intro. Actually, our pre-taping conversation was was pretty fun, so this should be a great time. Why don't you give us a little history, Troy, on where you started. You had kind of humble beginnings, and now you're rocking and rolling. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that journey? Cool. I, uh, you know, 1996, I, I graduated from the Brown Thumb Institute, also known as Logan, and uh, I, I had no clue what chiropractic was. I, my my thoughts of chiropractic were were one thing that all I needed to do was adjust people and magic would happen. I didn't know much of, uh, other than that when I left chiropractic school. Uh, I went to uh, work for a doc that actually got me into chiropractic. Uh, she had a, a personal injury, workers comp type practice, very insurance, heavy on the insurance dependency. Uh, you know, they did therapies on everybody. So, uh, you know, you had uh, two therapies for every person who came in the office, electrical stim, ultrasounds, you name it, those types of things were happening. So it wasn't really, it wasn't really what I thought chiropractic was going to be when I went into it. And, uh, but I, you know, I stood strong. I, I, I stayed in there for a while. I, I worked with this doc who I, I, I still to this day love her to death because she's the reason I am a chiropractor. But as time wore on, I was just, I, I just, all of a sudden, you know, I, I often will say this from a stage, you know, I walked, I, I walked out of graduation with the blazing pisiforms. You know how you just, these things are on fire. Nice. You know, you could walk through a mall and you could just adjust C1 from across the way. And like, all of a sudden, a year later, I just there was that fire was gone, and it was really disheartening because how could it be that within a year's time, this great passion that I had for chiropractic was just gone, and uh, so much so that I mean, tough getting up in the morning, tough staying at work. I mean, even being there was was tough. And you go home at night and you kind of sit in a chair alone, going, you know, is this all there is? Is this what chiropractic actually is? Yeah, like. Uh, it's just a tough time in life, you know, and, and I was living about two and a half hours away from home, didn't know a lot of people, so it was just a lot of, a lot of long nights of just sitting there pondering, what the hell am I going to do with my life? And uh, I, I, I literally came up with the conclusion of I, I'm probably going to have to quit the profession because I couldn't see myself doing this for the rest of my life. Uh, finally went to a program. She was a member of the Master's Circle at the time with uh, Larry Marks and uh, was heading up that program at the time. And and uh, we went and heard Reggie Gold. Reggie did what Reggie does, uh, the chemistry of life. And amazing that in that one hour, one and a half hours that he spoke, I felt like I learned everything I needed to know about chiropractic. So those pies forms were blazing again? Dude, I was burning people's asses <laughs> from across the room they were on. <laughs> It was insane. I, I just, it, it was back. Like it, you could literally, it's like your hands started shaking. You just knew this was it. This was, I finally found out what chiropractic is all about. And uh, so I, I, I just, I put the ball in motion. I made a few phone calls. I live uh, right outside of St. Louis, uh, Missouri. I made a few phone calls to some friends, to family. 
uh, you know, had a guy looking for space for me to open an office. And a year later, I was uh, I was out of my associate position, and I was opening my open up my own practice. Nice. And and in my vision and in my philosophy, you know, what she was doing was her philosophy. That's okay. It just didn't work for me. And, you know, I think if there's a lesson to be learned, you know, right off the top from that is that, you know, so many times chiropractors buy into other people's philosophies. And the idea is to get an understanding of what your belief systems are, what your values are, and that's what you lock into. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, these students today, students don't have an idea of what the philosophy of chiropractic is unless they're fortunate enough to be around guys like you that are talking about it. And they're fortunate enough to get involved with, uh, you know, we were talking about Billy D. If they're fortunate enough to go to a program like CalJan, if they're fortunate enough to go to, to philosophy groups uh, like ours, which we'll talk about in a second. But, you know, if you don't get that outside influence, those kids are going through school. They don't have a clue what chiropractic is. Dude, they're lost. You know, we have all this stuff on Facebook about the whole CCE and the One Million Strong Movement and... You know, there's so many groups out there, Chiropractic Sandbox, 33 DCs, all this chiropractic mentoring and all that stuff. And you look at some of the comments on there, and everybody's got their own opinion about this DCM thing. But it's like, it's no wonder, man, because they don't teach chiropractic in school. You know, how the hell can these guys come out of there and have any freaking idea what the hell they're doing, and they have no purpose? Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't... It, and their and their purpose, you know. Think about this, because you guys didn't. I, I mean, I didn't sit in class thinking to myself, "Oh, I can't wait to get somebody out of low back pain. <laughs> oh, I I can't wait to get that fat insurance check and have to deal with depositions and asshole lawyers. Oh, my life I, is going to be wonderful." I, I think, Pete, that's the the main driving factor for ruining a, a chiropractor is dealing with insurance companies, like you said, and some of the wrong attorneys. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, the th go ahead. No, man, you're cool. Go. Well, you know, the thing is, like we said, if they don't have purpose, they don't have a reason, man. If you don't have a reason, like you said, why do I need to get up in the morning? And then you find, we've talked about this so many times with speakers and people like you that are out changing the profession. It's that passion and drive that makes an ordinary person do extraordinary things, when in reality... We were born for this, man. Our spirit is in this physical body to change the world through chiropractic. I mean, and it, and, you know, and it's people's under they don't get that in school. Their understanding is so freaking tainted, you know, and, uh, you know, that's what this whole one million strong movement is, you know. It's like, look, man, we got to change the way we're doing this, and, uh, you know, there's. I know I'm going on about this, Keep but you know, we'll talk about this in a sec. The next thing is, what's up? It's like the 80-20 rule, because you got epoch groups all over the freaking country. Billy D's doing his thing. There's eight million management groups. The students are also sleeping. You know, there's plenty of opportunity to find you, to find me, Joe, Billy all the 8 million people out there and sit in a seminar and learn what chiropractic is. There you go. How's that for a yeah. thing? Dude, <laughs> you just gave us like 17 topics to talk about. How long are we going? We can go as <laughs> yeah, long as you want. Holy like, shit. Go but, ahead. Look, look, as far as the students and, and, and really students and chiropractors alike, you're absolutely right. Like, look, purpose drives everything. Yeah. There's no greater driving force in life than purpose. And so students are, students number, and I'm going to say this, I mean, their number one thought when they come out of school is, put the silver spoon in my mouth and pay me. Yeah. Right. yeah. Their That's purpose is money. Because yeah. they don't know what chiropractic can do. They don't know the impact that chiropractic has on people's lives. And, and that's what's so disturbing. And, you know, look, I live 45 minutes away from Logan College. And we had a great following when we started. And then all of a sudden it tapered off because the guys who were coming here graduated and they moved on and they weren't bringing people with them. And just as of recent, we start pulling in more and more students because we put a conscious effort into it because they are so lost. And it's these guys come in here. And the thing is that, that chiropractors have to get it through their thick freaking skulls is that these students want it. Because yes, they come sit in the dungeon, they hear the chiropractic story, they're hugging me afterwards saying, thank you, I didn't know this was chiropractic, or thank you, it's about, some, it's about time somebody shared with us what chiropractic is. Exactly. 
you know, they, they want somebody to take them under their wings. And if we don't take them underneath our wings, these kids are going to go out. They're going to be all about the money. They're going to be all about the doctor and chiropractic medicine. They're going to be all about freaking flu shots in their office or prescribing drugs. Yep. Dude, that was almost profane. <laughs> hey, we can do F-bombs, but flu shots in their office? Oh, my God. That's profane. <laughs> but, that's, but that's the bullshit that people don't understand that what's next? Okay, great. Now you can pull out the pad and start prescribing. What's next? Is it going to be flu shots? Is that the next thing that we're going to go fight for? Uh, and people have their heads so far up their freaking asses that they don't realize this. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't stop there. It, it gets worse. You don't believe me? Ask the osteopathetic profession. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, they, I've said this before, you know, and, and I don't know why these, these chiros think it would be any differently. Nobody, none of my patients, they, when they go see, we have a very good working relationship with a lot of osteos in, in our area. They refer to our clinic constantly. My patients do not know what a DO is. They have no idea. What Dude, DOs. half of them don't even know how to pronounce osteopath. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, what's that osteo? I got oh, osteopath? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Osteopaths, yeah. are like, osteopaths are like VHSs. Yep. Like, don't make those? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I know, man. Well, that's the thing. You know, I have this. Actually, when I gave uh, the talk at uh, Paul Reed's Epoch Group, you know, I showed... I kind of gave this, it's actually a pretty good principle talk because it shows the history of chiropractic. Any, any truth goes first through ridicule, then through opposition, and then through self-evidence. You know, we actually went through self-evidence in the anti, past the antitrust suit. Now there's medical studies support posture and health. There's a boatload, you know, goes, Steve goes from his CBP where medical doctors actually believe posture and health. And now, since medicine can't beat us anymore, now they're paying chiropractors to eat us from the inside out. Well, yeah, you, you, I was going to say, you see what's happened because, you know, you've got, you've got physical terrorists out there who are taking weekend courses to learn how to adjust. Right. Yep. You know, you've got medical doctors that are doing this. What's so crazy is, is that we want to sell out our principle, but yet these people see the value in what we do, and they want to go learn how to do it. I know. Yep. And we want to abandon it so we can get a pad and paper. Yep. What's up with that? So, anyway, this so is... I, I have no idea how we got there, but I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it just, you know, uh, this is uh, this is the purpose side. I mean, this is what we're talking about. I mean, you can hear there's there's three uh, principal chiropractors right now who are fired up because we have a purpose in this profession. We have a purpose for helping save more lives through the power of chiropractic. We get that, we understand it. I don't need studies to show me that that works. What I need to do is go back in my office tomorrow afternoon, adjust people, and I'll show you 100 times over that it works. And yep. that's what the students don't see. That's what they don't get to be a part of. Right. Um, that's why, you know, I went to New Beginning Seminar in October, which was awesome. But all these groups that have mission trips, that's what's so important. Yep. And one of the things that I kind of came to me in the middle of the night was to donate to groups like that for students to go on the mission trips. Get the frick, get your nose out of a book and just put your hands on 500 people in two days. Yeah. You, you know can. what I mean? And then it's like, no that's what kind of practice is. let Nate run the show. There's no time to think. You just got to let Nate run the show. Yeah, it's a volume chiropractor, man. Yep. It's just beautiful. And, and, uh, and I've, done, I've done missions. I mean, those are just they're some of the most phenomenal experiences that you can ever have as a chiropractor. Um, and, and so, so back to the story. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're looking at, you know, what I found on that day with Reggie was purpose. What I went and opened up my own practice, you know, purpose has driven that whole entire thing. Uh, I've been very blessed in the people I've been able to serve, the volumes I've been able to take care of, uh, you know, cash practice, not dealing with the insurance. So going away from the things that I saw that were contradictory when I was an associate. Hey, so I have a question. Sorry to interrupt you. Because you look at somebody like Reggie, man. I mean, the guy has inspired thousands. There's also people that go to seminars, they get the rah-rah, they get all that stuff, but then they go back and do the same thing. And yeah. you didn't. So what was it about that one message that made you want to change your whole life? I mean, where, what's that inspiration? You know, can you make people feel on this podcast, feel what you felt at that moment? 
Here's, oh man. You know, there's there's two parts to this. Number one is when he was speaking subluxation, and he was speaking the importance of relieving subluxation, and that was the purpose of being a chiropractor. Like that's what we do. That resonated with me because I wasn't really sure of the power of the adjustment. So when he was talking about subluxation and he was talking about its impact on our, our lives, on our function, that resonated with me because that's when I realized I could truly make a difference. Now, the rah-rah side of it, which you guys know, I mean, this happens in seminars all over the place. People go, they get inspired, they get fired up. I should say they get motivated because inspiration causes action. They get motivated and they, they get really fired up about it. They go back to their offices. The thing is, is that they never consciously structured how this seminar fit into their value system. Right. So yeah. what happens is, is they're on this high, they go back to their offices, they never consciously thought about what it meant to them. So two weeks later, they're back down again. A few yep. people call cancel, they get upset. Somebody doesn't sign up for care, they get upset. Something goes wrong at home, they get upset. They're right back down again because they never consciously said, what does this mean to me? And that's what happened with Reggie was, what does this mean to me? And then I got to sit down with him at lunch and he sat down and, and this was probably the pivotal moment was because we sat down at lunch, he was challenging the doctor that I worked for because she, uh, when, when they were talking about um, taking x-rays and he asked her a question because you guys know Reggie's like, like he's way off the right side of the spectrum. Right. About as straight as you can possibly get. Right. And he says to this woman, and you know, here I'm out of school for a year, and he says to this woman, well, why do you take re-x-rays? And she said, well, because, you know, we want to be able to measure change and show them change and that whole thing. He said, well, but isn't it possible that they can change daily? And if it's possible they can change daily, why don't you take x-rays daily? Ooh, look at that, dude. <laughs> and I, I was just like, holy shit, where'd that come from? <laughs> And it was out of left field, and I'm just, and I'm sitting there in the back of my head, like, yeah, answer the question. Yeah. And they had their little debate, and she was, oh no, you don't understand. It's a checkpoint. We want to do this, and we want to do this. And it, but it just, it floored me because it was just like, what? what he did is he challenged my philosophy, which I didn't have. Right. So he challenged it, and he made me think. And when I walked away, I got to sit in my room on my own thinking, what does this mean to me? What does it mean to my life, and what does it mean to me as a chiropractor? And what I realized is, is that the philosophy I was practicing under was now consciously structured. It didn't resonate with me. Right. That was the problem. And what he was saying resonated with the values that I had in life and what I felt I was supposed to do, which was to take care of people in a natural way, enter stage right chiropractic well you know what i'm my interpretation of what you're saying too is you went to you heard this guy reggie who's friggin amazing obviously and then with that with what you heard you said who am i and now it became like this is my identity you know the core values are so strong that this is how i want to express myself this is my core value you know, this is the purpose, Here, you know, here's the mission. And now based on that, those core values is how you express yourself. I think the difference is people say, yeah, yeah, I'm all, and what you're saying as I reinterpret this, is I'm all fired up, but it doesn't, it doesn't make me ask that question, who yep. am I really? Yep. You know, they go back in the same old person and that information didn't affect their core values. Exactly. And then that's conviction, man. You know, there comes a point where, like you said, who am I willing to take? Who am I not? What objections am I going to handle? And based on my core values and conviction and how I express myself, I'm not going to tolerate you giving your kid antibiotics. Yep. I told you the freaking story. Come back to the workshop again if you don't get If you don't get it, I'll see you at the workshop again on Wednesday. Yep. 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 And, that, and that's the thing. That's, that's, what will, that's what will allow you when you have an understanding of what your values are. That's what's going to allow you to turn people away. I mean, so many freaking chiropractors just accept everybody left and right, and they understand why they're, they're burned out in practice. Because you got Willie the whiner who comes in every Wednesday and complains about his low back sciatica. Right. 
because you're not telling the freaking story. So they keep coming in, complaining, complaining, and you're just too scared to say, you know what, you know what, Mary or Joe or Willie, this might not be the right place for you. Right. Let me explain to you what it is that we actually do in this office, and if that's what you want, then let's move forward. If it's not, maybe I need to refer you to someone who's going to give you less than what you need. Well, and you know what else, man? Quit taking your patients based on their conditions. Yep. You know what I mean? Set your core values. You know, we're, we're elite focuses on spinal correction. I mean, we're hardcore, fix the spine. It's, you know, principally based, but it's like, you know, hey, you want back pain relief? Then you got to decide what your core values are. If that's where you want to go, and I know, you know, I had four practices in 15 years, and it was like, if people said they just wanted to get to pain, where does the buck stop, man? Like, who's, am I going to allow you to come with back pain so you can leave thinking chiropractic's about back pain? No, exactly. I'd rather not take you. Yeah. I'm not exactly. Huh? No, I, I totally agree. Yeah, because the thing is, and you're going to think chiropractic about back pain your whole life? Like, where does the buck stop? And, then, and, and if it doesn't get rid of back pain, you're not even good for that. <laughs> exactly. I know. Exactly. What good are you? Well, so that's the thing. Like, hey, man, and for people out there listening, if you don't have the confidence to say, I'm not going to do that anymore, then get a management group that can give you that confidence, whether it's a lead or the other $8 million, but learn how to communicate in a way that you're expressing your truth. Because anytime you're going against your own core values, you create disease in your own body. Now you're sicker than the person coming in that just wants back pain relief. Yeah, you're, you're, you end up being a walking contradiction. I know, that's uh, and, and ultimately, you're a fraud. Mm-hmm. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'll say it, man. Look, uh, I, I hail from St. Louis, and there's a great quote. Uh, you know, my Cardinals just won the World Series. Right. And, and there's a great quote from Tony LaRusso, the manager of the Cardinals. And he said, uh, they said, you know, look, when did you know you, he just retired right after the Cardinals won the series? And they said, Tony, what if they would have offered you more money to come back another year? And he said, you know what, man, the fire just wasn't there. The passion just wasn't there. And he said, so if I came back and accepted money for that, I'd be a fraud. Nice. Mm-hmm. He said, in my book, anybody who accepts money for something they don't have conviction in or passion for, they're a fraud. That's pretty yeah. That's pretty awesome. So, you know, if you got a passion for low back pain and that's what you want to do, great. Just don't screw it up for the rest of us. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, go ahead and take care of the back and neck pain people, and I'll send you back and neck pain people, but <clears throat> send me people who need chiropractic. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, so on that mission, man, you built a practice. Now we're getting back to the story again. <laughs> you built a practice, and then all of a sudden, you know, you had another inspiration. So why don't you go through that experience? And that was uh, 2000. I'm, I'm very close friends with uh, Patrick Gentempo. And uh, 2007, he gave me a call. And he said, hey, look, I'm going out to California. I think you ought to come out there. There's a couple guys I want you to meet. Um, they're doing some really cool philosophy groups out there. And, and, and really, in the Midwest, I hadn't heard anything about them. I didn't know anything about them. And uh, so I went ahead and packed up my bags and headed out west. Uh, one Monday night, we were in San Diego with uh, Matt Hubbard, who has a group called CORE, Chiropractors on the Road to Excellence. Um, crazy experience. I mean, there was like the, the craziest thing that you don't very much see in chiropractic. I think we're seeing it more now because of the groups. But like people were actually nice to me. And like introducing themselves. I thought it was this weird California thing. I wasn't sure what was happening. You know, like watch my back, like somebody's gonna come up and stick me or something. And uh, they were awesome. They were, I mean, they were they were friendly and, and great conversations and, and Patrick came on and put on a great program as as he does. And uh, it was just it was amazing. And the wheels started spinning in that moment. I thought, wow, you know, I really need to try to do something like this again. You know, I tried before. Uh, I mentioned to you guys before we got on the air. You know, I in, in 2004, I sent out 20 letters to 20 chiropractors in the area to start a philosophy group to try to bring chiropractors together. And I got one response from a female chiropractor who said, not interested, don't ever contact me again. Nice. It kind of deadened the sales when it came to that vision. So I just, I, I you know, I reloaded and went down a different road. But at this point, I thought, you know what, this is something that can 
I, I think really needs to be done. It was really great to see chiropractors coming together. The next night we were at Billy DeMoss's Dead Chiropractic Society. And, uh, you know, the black lights and ACDC freaking cranking, chiropractors hanging out on the, there's a, you know, back stairwell in the back. I mean, everybody's just having a great time. And uh, I, I just knew, man, once, once that program was over, I think I left at about probably 3 o'clock in the morning, maybe 4. Um, I, I looked at Billy and I said, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home. I'm going to start a group. And, uh, you know, we're going to start kicking it from the Midwest because we really had nothing going on here that was making any noise. And uh, so I went home that night. I, I slept probably an hour or two, hopped on my plane the next morning. Uh, spent another four hours on the flight home writing up this this idea or this group called EPOC, the Epicenter of Chiropractic. And uh, the vision was to have 100 groups. Uh, and then eventually, and this is not just EPOC. This is getting all philosophy groups to come together. And when we get them all together, we're going to have an umbrella known as the Republic of Chiropractic, which is also known as Rock. Love it. And we are going to run this profession. These assholes that are trying to take over and, and, and get us to prescribe drugs, we will have the strongest group in the chiropractic profession, and we will not let these sons of bitches take us down. That's why the vision is in place. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Great. So how'd you, how'd you get that started? You started a group, <clears throat> and you ran it out of your house, you said? Yeah, we do it in the, it's called the Dungeon. And uh, we, we are starting our fifth, we just started our fifth year in September. Uh, basically, uh, I, I, uh, it's kind of funny, in 2006, uh, my Cardinals won the World Series that year, too. And uh, I had a Halloween party, and we had all this decorations in the basement, and I had karaoke the whole nine yards, and, and I decorated it with uh, dungeon wallpaper. And this sounds horrible, but a year later, the paper was still up. And... Uh, but I had these chiropractors. I, I, I sat down in my living in my living room with five guys, and I said, "Look, here's this idea I have, but I need your help. I need you to go out and refer some people here." Uh, they loved it. They were on board. So we had uh, 22 people at our first meeting, and, and what I did is I created something that was different. We rolled out a red carpet that's about a 45 foot long red carpet that comes out the front of my house, out to the front sidewalk. Uh, I blast music. I live in a cul-de-sac, and we are blasting music into the cul-de-sac when people show up. Uh, we go down in the basement. We've got customized name tags for every person. The basement is decorated for chiropractic, for chiropractors. Uh, we make movie posters for each speaker that comes in. Uh, we've got you know food for everybody who comes in. You're not allowed to wear your office gear because it's not about your office. It's about who you are as a person. Because if I know who you are as a person, I already know you're a rockin' chiropractor. That's all I need to know is who you are. And if I know who you are, we're ready to play. Uh, we have a, what's called the rules of engagement. There's 10 rules that you have to sign that basically say you're not going to come here and talk about office numbers. You're not going to talk about stats. You're not going to talk about your new patients. You're going to come here to play. And you're going to come here to get involved with the speakers. You're going to come here to get involved with each other so that we can take it to the next level. The next level is educating the people of our community, EPOC, educating the people of our community, where you go out and you do screenings together, talks together. We brought in Barbara Lowe Fisher. We had 600 people show up on a rainy, cold, wet night in St. Louis. 600 people showed up for a vaccination program. That's we made awesome. the local news. That's awesome. That's EPOC, educating the people of our community. And the next level is rock. That's when we take over healthcare. That's when we take over chiropractic. So when you say you had 600 people, those were just people from the community. That wasn't chiropractors. That was not. Well, the chiropractors came from the group. But what I did is, is, is I sold packages to the chiropractors. They went back to their offices, and they advertised it within their offices. And then we were fortunate enough to get it out to the community, and we had people in the community coming. That's so awesome. So That's we had great. 600 people. We made a radio show last minute the, the morning she was here. And then the, the local news came out. You guys will love this because, you know, this is just what they do. They, uh, on the news, they said, local group anti-vaccination program tonight. <laughs> That's and, perfect. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's what they do. But, you know, the beauty of it is, is that that event, you know, I might have been able to spearhead it, but that event doesn't go off as successful as it was if it wasn't for a group of chiropractors coming together to share a message. Right. 
And that's what we've got to do. You know, one of the things here that uh, Larry Marchand said years ago was the chiropractic profession is the only profession that circles the wagons and fires inward. Yeah. And I took that to heart in creating this group, which is why I say we've got to come together. We've got to play together. It's the only way that we're going to make a bigger impact. Hey, man, I'll come out there and play with you sometime. <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love it. you got to come visit the dungeon. Yeah, that would so be awesome. Blast. So you went from your group, and now you got how many Epoch groups do you have meeting? We have 32 across the country and in Canada. So how did you get from one to 32? Did you go, was it out speaking? Was it? Uh... Oh, this is, this is really cool. Um, you know, obviously me speaking, I brought it up. I, I bring it up everywhere I go. Um, you know, one guy who I knew actually heard of the group through the grapevine, and he contacted me, and that was Brad Ankers, who's down in, in Atlanta. The third group was Lyle Kocha, who's out in Nebraska. He should have been out at, uh, I think you might have met him out in Paul's group. Yep. Um, you know, Lyle actually met, or not met, He uh, Dr. Jen Tempo was at a program in Nebraska. This is the beauty of Lyle. The dude freaking rocks. He, Patrick says to Lyle, you need to talk to Troy Dukowitz and start an EPOP group here in Nebraska. That's what he says to him. Nice. So he does it. I get a phone call from a guy who I've never met before telling me that that, uh, Dr. Jen Temple told him he had to start a group, so he's in. That's cool. That's it. Yeah, one sentence. The group in Nebraska. I mean, Lyle is just, this is a dude who just would die for the tick. You got to love him. And, uh, you know, so he was the third group. And from there, it's just been a matter of I do bring it up when I go out and speak. Uh, I run a program called Total Solution, which is a CLA program. I bring it up when I'm there because I want leaders. I want people who want to to work together and do something big for this profession. I mean, and, and you know, this is a, this is my way to give back to the profession is to get these groups started and get people involved. And, uh, you know, we're 32 strong now. Uh, I was just in uh, Colorado two weeks ago doing Total Solution, and we're going to be starting. I met a guy from Germany. And we're actually going to be starting Epoch Germany within the next couple of months. That's awesome. That's, so it's that's growing. Crazy. Yeah, wonderful. Cool. And, and it's guys like you that are willing to have me on and talk and, and share, you know, share the message of what we're doing because one person is going to listen to this that goes, you know what? I need to stop playing so small. I need to start a group in my area. Yeah, that's why one of the reasons why we originally started this podcast back in 2007 was because Dr. Don Harrison wanted to get the word out about subluxation-based chiropractic. And I got talking to him about, hey, you know what? There's this thing called iTunes, and we need to get on this early. And um, that's one of the reasons why we have such a big following, which the CBP podcast became the Chiropractic United podcast. And it's just all about getting the word out about anything of subluxation and how we can make our profession better. And it's, you know, a pleasure to get you on here and spread the word. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's what we, we have to do it. I mean, it's, uh, it's guys like you doing something like this. I mean, in 2007 when it really wasn't even popular. Yep. <laughs> you know, really pushing for it. And I think of, you know, when we started Epoch, I mean, those, I, I feel so fortunate to have people like Billy and Matt who – you know, and, and and I know there's other groups out there. I mean, there's the, the Massachusetts Association of Chiropractors. I mean, I they've been doing this for 25 some years. New Beginnings have been doing it for over 25 years. 33 DCs is a group. Uh, Band of Brothers. I mean, there's there's groups that are out there that some people don't even know about. Yep. Which means that really anybody listening could have a group in their backyard and they don't even know it. Yeah, the biggest thing is, you know, with Facebook and Twitter and just the whole social media, now we can actually connect with people. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're starting to really gain a lot of momentum. And it really worries, you know, groups like the CCE is that, hey, you know what, we actually have a voice and we're coming together. And, you know, I mean, if if you saw their their recent, uh, I don't know what you would call it, their uh, explanation on... um, the misrepresentations of what the CC is doing and their, their ply for trying to get some attention to, oh, well, we're really not bad like that. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Everybody can see through it. But now with Facebook, you know, there's no more lies. We can, we can tell the yeah. truth, you know, and band together. Well, that's absolute. Yeah, I mean, what is it? I think, and I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, you know, if you tell a lie long enough and, and loud enough, they'll eventually believe you, and that was Hitler. Yep. You know, and, and, and now now the truth is coming out. Now we have a voice that's becoming stronger and stronger. But, you know, the thing is, you guys, 
Look, look at this, uh, you know, one million strong. I mean, the problem is the last time I looked at the, the numbers, I think we were only at like 10,000. Yep. I know. It's ridiculous, man. You numbers know, it's like, go yeah, ahead. it's insane that, that we know there's more of us out there. But the problem is, is that, that, that people are going home saying, oh, we'll let Fred, Joe, and Troy worry about it. Yeah, they're just, they're, you know, they go back to the practice and they just become lazy. It, they, yeah. they they wanted you know a lot of them when you talk to them they're like they're fired up they want to do it but then when it comes to simple implementation they just don't they just don't go the next step you know yeah. and, and it's like, simple it's as simple as a freaking laptop we had our epoch meeting two uh, two weeks ago I set three laptops up at the front door and I said you can't go downstairs until you sign the the petition yep. Well, and those are doctors. I mean, you know, yeah. there's 70,000 chiropractors and we got 10,000 signatures. Yep. Where's all the freaking doctors, not to mention their patients? Yep. Well, and, that's, and the reason we did that was so that I could show them how easy it is to do in your own office. Yeah. So the next day we had doctors who brought their laptops and they had people signing the petition. But, it's, it, you know, it doesn't take, it doesn't take much is the thing. If you got, if we have, uh, you know, just say if there's only ten thousand chiropractors who are on board with this right now, that's an awesome idea, man. I have a boot camp coming up next week, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna at every seminar, I'm gonna put my laptop up like that, and have. A, have uh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah, but you know, they're, that, now they're voting. What in two weeks is? Yeah, what? the fourteenth of December is when this is going. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so we're we're really at crunch time. You know, it's it's uh, we got about two and a half weeks of really pushing people right now to, to just freaking go enter. It, it takes on average a minute. Yeah. Right. Huh. I mean, it's just insane. And, and this is, this is the apathy of the profession. And if we don't watch out, you know, guys like you and I are going to be practicing in, uh, you know, in back alleys again, and people are going to have to come knock on that door and say, you know, spizzerank them. Yeah. So they, you know, so they can come in and, and get their adjustment. I mean, it's insane. Well, it is insane that, after all these years, you know, over 116 years or whatever, that, uh, you know, we're in this position. You know what I mean? It's freaking ridiculous. Well, and it's, and the thing is, is that when New Mexico happened, you know, a year ago, um, one of the things that, that many of us were saying was, look, this isn't the end. This yep. is only the beginning. Yeah. And what you saw with New Mexico, which, look, uh, I was very proud that at the 11th hour, everybody did come together. Right. Every, you know, they, they saw more people flooding uh, emails and letters and faxes. Like, that was happening at the 11th hour. But the thing is, is for a profession that, that talks about being so proactive and preventative, why the hell are we so reactive when it comes to saving our profession? Yeah. I know, and there's there's a movement down here in Florida that they're trying to mimic it and gain you know some traction. Pretty much giving away their CCE seminars to get uh, attendance. You know the same old tricks and running the same thing. You know, as far as oh my gosh, you know if we're going to help people get off medications, we have to have a, a way to have the right to be able to uh, prescribe them so we can take them off it and all this nonsense. And you know that our two organizations are against it here, obviously, which is nice to know. But I mean, it's it's popping up here and it's popping up in other states. And if it gets a foothold, then that's their their door in, and people just don't realize the magnitude of it. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, is that we know the truth. Mm-hmm. We know we're not. We know the truth. I mean, the truth is, is that uh, for these guys who want to prescribe, they want to be real doctors. Yeah. Because they don't know what chiropractic is. So if I could just prescribe something then I might be a real doctor. It's like, I don't even want to hear this bullshit that, oh, I want to be able to take people off. I tell my patients, I, I want you off your medications. And you know what? You and I will have conversations so you can go back and talk to the MD who put you on those medications so we can find a way to get you off. And if your MD doesn't want to, I'll, I'd rather find them another MD who that's what they specialize in, pushing drugs. Yep. Absolutely. That's what they, that's what they do. And then, and then if we get caught up in this whole prescription and prescribing drugs thing well where it's just gonna it's just gonna be such a catastrophe it, it's already that what the top five causes of, of death in our country yep and we want to be a part of that <laughs> I know it's crazy huh. isn't it 
And, and you know, I, I say this every podcast. If if I did what what all the MDs and the DOs do, why would they refer to me? I mean, my biggest referral source pretty much is other medical doctors and osteos that are referring me patients because we're unique and different, you know. And it's just a, it, it's just amazing. It's like okay, well, let me do a little bit what you do. So now I cut my nose off for any sort of marketing and, and relations, you know. And it's just Miranda, not the truth. Yeah. Miranda said it in nineteen eighty when he said, dispossessed of its philosophy, we are we're dispossessed of our uniqueness and perhaps our future. Yep. Yeah. Well so I know I get you got a hundred epoch groups across the country. Uh, that certainly is one vision. Are there other visions? that you see or you're being given i mean that's an awesome vision not to downplay that just trying to see what what you see troy for what you feel your responsibility is now and maybe into the future is there anything beyond that or what what do you i i take that as a that in and of itself is a major responsibility um first you know there's other things here and just within our profession alone that 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 worry me uh, the chiropractors who are dependent on insurance. Yep. Uh, that really, really worries me because uh, if you're paying attention to what's going on out there, you know that eventually it's going to wash up. And when it does, not if it does, uh, we're going to have another, you know, there's going to be a hell storm in chiropractic. There's going to be a lot of chiropractors who go under. Um, and, and that is, you know, that's something that worries me. I mean, I, I you know, I work with chiropractors every single day. Um, you know, and, and helping them to, to get out of that insurance-dependent rut that they're in. Um, and, and if we don't do something, we're going to lose a lot of really good chiropractors because those are people, there are a lot of, you know, believe it or not, there's a lot of good uh, insurance-dependent chiropractors out there. They, they, they just don't know how to get out of the dependency. And pretty soon they're going to be forced out of it if they don't pay attention. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of really good people that are hurt if that happens. And, and that's part of, of my mission is to really make sure that doesn't happen. Um, that's a big undertaking, but I know that it needs to be done. Um, you know, EPOP with getting to a hundred groups, I know that if, when we get to a hundred groups, that that's going to have a significant impact for chiropractors and, and for chiropractic as a whole. It, basically the idea is that you have a hundred groups that just 50 members a group, you're at 5,000 people. I believe the ACA and ICA memberships are down to about 2,000 or 3,000, which again, makes us one of the more powerful groups in the world chiropractically speaking, and it's also philosophically and principally based, right. which, which is why I believe that when we create rock, that we can have a bigger impact on the profession and really guard the trust, not just hope that it makes it another hundred years, but actually guard it and make sure that we pass on to our kids and our kids' kids this thing that they see as being sacred, because unfortunately right now, people don't see it as being sacred, except for people you know, like yourselves understand that it is a sacred trust and that we have to guard it. Uh, it's, it's very much like the, the way we look at our country where we have uh, all these great Vietnam vets and World War II vets who these people are starting to pass on, but they were the ones who really understood country and what it means to be an American. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a generation of chiropractors who, in my opinion, don't really know what it's like to be a chiropractor. And they don't embrace that, which is why I love getting around people who've been in practice for 40, 50, 60 years. They've seen things that have happened, and I love hearing them talk because they get chiropractic. Yep. Well, they, you know, they fought the battles, man. And, exactly. You know, they fought the battle when chiropractic was uncommon. Now chiropractic's common, even though there may be differing opinions. Chiropractic is a household world, word. You know, they were cutting the path that we get to, we get to walk through. Those so are, these those guys, guys huh? Those are guys that I mean, they take an arrows for us. Oh, big yeah. time, man! And and that the young generation chiropractor, and I and I will say it that way. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I've been uh, out for 15 years now, so I, I think I can say it. The the young generation chiropractor doesn't. They don't. They don't know that. They don't absorb it. And worse yet, they don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so I, I feel like when you look at the group and you know look at what Billy's doing, I mean, I want to help Billy fill stadiums, not just one, many, because we've got to get a message out to the masses, and, and we've got to do it in multiple ways, multiple floods of information, and uh, you know, with the students, we've got to te- we've got to teach them what chiropractic is all about again. We've got to teach them where we came from, 
understand our principles so that they can carry this torch 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, and well into the future. Yep. Yep. Well, and I think with two and a half weeks left for all these people hearing that podcast, Joe, uh, you know, you got to get this up in a matter of a week. Yeah, no, this time uh, I'm actually actually open um, today and tomorrow just to get this uh, compressed on uh, iTunes. So I'll, I'll definitely get the message out on Facebook and let you guys know, um, you know, that way you can get this message out. But absolutely, the podcast to be done this time. Yeah, man. And put your laptops on your front desk right now, today. Yep. And uh, everybody counts. I mean, even though we're a heck of a lot way, long way from a million, everybody counts. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, and the thing is, is that we need something that creates a significant impact. That, that you don't just look at the numbers and go, oh, that's nice. You had 10,000 people. But, you know, t- to get to... 50,000, 70,000, 100,000. I mean, you know, we've got to get up there and actually show that our voice means something. If we don't, then, I mean, we're really, this, this, what people are saying, this can really happen. Yep. The degree, Doctor of Chiropractic Medicine, can really happen. Prescribing medication in a chiropractic office can really happen. Scary. Yep. And the thing is, is that if you understand the principles of who we are and what we stand for, and you know that there's people who went to jail for you, and I've often asked this question, I'm sure you guys have asked it before, you know, who would go to jail for chiropractic? Look, man, I, we had a home birth here at our house. My, my, my son, my beautiful son is 16 weeks old. We had a home birth. Home births are illegal in the state of Illinois. So if you want to ask me if I'll go to jail for chiropractic, fuck yeah, I'll go to jail for chiropractic. Because I'll go to jail to protect that child that was born illegally in my house. Right. I will fight to the death for this profession, but we need more people who will fight for this profession, for what makes us different, what makes us unique. Because we save lives every freaking day. Mm -hmm. And people just don't see it. Patients do. Chiropractors don't. Right. Well, there you go, man. How do you how do you add to that? <laughs> I don't think you do. I, I think that's you pretty much said it, Troy. There you go. So, hey, man, I just want to honor you for your vision, and uh, you know, with a word, you've changed or you realize who you are, your highest self, your highest being, and you're going out there and making changes in the profession. So, you know, we're honored to have you on here, deliver your message. You're certainly a tremendous inspiration, not only, well, to Joe and I and to everybody listening and to everybody you talk to. So I want to, first of all, thank you for sharing your message. You know, it makes me want to go start an EPOC group. I need to help uh, Paul go build his (laughs) since I'm about, you know, just a couple hours north. So, but anyway, if if I can make this last comment, and I think it's important for people to understand that... um, you know, you don't have to. This is what's so, I think, important. You don't have to start a group. You don't have to do podcasting and interview people. You don't have to go speak from stages all across the country and around the world. What you do have to do is you have to walk in your practice and be willing to play bigger in your practice and in your community. And if every chiropractor would play bigger in their practice and in their community, and we all had that same objective, then we can literally change the face of healthcare. We can save chiropractic, we'll save lives, and we'll have fun in the process. Awesome. You don't have to be that person who's speaking from platforms. You just, has to be, you just have to be the person that says, what can I do here? And take responsibility in your own community. And if we all do that, we're gonna make a bigger difference. Right. Well, there's a great quote. Again, it's from The Science of Getting Rich, uh, one of the first Bibles on success. It basically says, great men are bigger than their deeds. So it's like your conviction has to be bigger than the person standing in front of you. You know, the message coming out of your mouth is bigger, and your conviction is bigger than any objection. And like you said, you don't have to go speak on a stage. Just be with that person in front of you. Just got to love them one at a time. Fred Schofield said from the DE stage once when he broke 500 a day, and uh, he said, people ask me, how do I do it? And he says, one person at a time. Yep. And that's it, man. You just got to love who's standing in front of you 
You have to be the truth so you can tell them the truth. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. So uh, I guess, I don't know, that's it yep. for me. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? No, I think it, that pretty much sums it up. And, you know, is, is there any, any one place uh, or Facebook page that you have, Troy, if, you, if someone wants to learn a little bit more about what group is closer to them? Yeah, you can go to the website is epicenterofchiropractic.com. Okay, perfect. So they can go to the website. We do have a Facebook page, uh, which is the which is epoch uh, space or, or epoch dash the epicenter of chiropractic. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. So that's a good way to reach out to you guys, and I'm on your page right now. So uh, it's great to find out what groups are in you know the respective doctors area, and just come out and get associated with it, or at least come out to some of the bigger forums. And uh, as as people say, get dipped into the philosophy of everything. Yep. Hey man, you got to take a shower. You know what I mean? Those philosophy groups are like are like bathing, taking off that muddy suit. You know, practice is awesome. You're also dealing with a bunch of stuff, employees. Just, there's just stuff, and you got to get dipped regularly. Got to yeah. get cleansed, clean your spirit, clear your mind, and right. just get in your heart. It's a, you know, what is it? I heard, you know, sharpen the knife. You know, you got you to gotta go in there and we, we get dull. I mean, we're in the trenches. I mean, we get every single day. We've got challenges. We've all got them. And you got you to gotta surround yourself with like-minded people who want to sharpen each other, who want to pour into each other and give each other, you know, uh, the support that they need to keep growing. You can't, you can't do this alone. You just can't. You got to be part of a group. That's exactly right. That strength in numbers, man. You have to be associated with a group always. So there you go. Well, thanks so much, Troy. It's awesome uh, not only hearing your story, but getting to know you more. And I'm sure we'll see you around the circuits. If you ever want somebody to come and light up your groups, uh, it would be an honor for me to come and speak in the dungeon sometime. So, um, but thanks for all that you do, man. We appreciate you. We'll, we'll definitely hook that up. And, uh, and thanks for having me on here. I mean, this is, uh, uh, you know, it's always an honor to be able to share with, uh, with like-minded chiropractors. And uh, I appreciate you guys for having me on and appreciate what you're doing for chiropractic. So, uh, you know, bless you both for, for doing that. I appreciate it. All right, man. All right, thanks. Nice to you too. All right, guys. Have a good night. All right. Have an awesome night. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.